What's up, everybody? I want to start off with an apology. The podcasts have been few and far between lately. Um, been looking to get more people on the pod. We went to a conference, and uh, and things have been crazy. What can I say? So I apologize for not getting as much content out there. But this one delivers. This is Phil Dancer, and I was not prepared for how fun and uh, energetic and legit this guy is. He he came out of nowhere to me, and uh, and he's crushing it. He's a new inspector in a, in a mid-sized market that just came out of the gate screaming, used social media and reviews as his, uh, as his foundations. And I think these are things anyone can do. Um, he is charismatic, but again, these are, he gives tons of tactics and strategies that anyone can do. And he keeps it simple and uh and he's having fun doing it so i think he's a great example for everyone out there large and small uh, because new inspectors this is obviously a good uh playbook to take and go with and big inspectors and multis or mid multis this is something that could just add fuel to your fire this could just really take you off to the races if you utilize social and reviews after having success going to agent offices and making those relationships so again amazing episode and everybody thank you thank you thank you for listening i love doing these and so if you think of anybody or know of anyone in the industry whether they use spectora or not that you think uh, has an interesting story to tell shoot me an email um, write to us on our instagram page follow us there send us a dm and uh, send in your ideas you can even write into the chat with uh with someone's email or name that you want us to reach out to because um, I think the the podcast is getting more and more popular. So um, share it, share it with your inspector community, anyone that you think would enjoy it and anyone that would want to be on it, definitely let us know. All right. Hope you enjoy. Hey, how are you? Doing well. How's the day going? Good. And do you go by Phil? You go by Phil? I'm sorry. You go by Phil? Oh, I go by Phil. Phil, right on. Oh, hey, I see you. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for making this happen. I know we we changed up the times a little bit, but thanks for uh, thanks for being flexible. Well, my my mistake for not for not, for not catching that you said uh, Thursday. <laughs> hey, all good, <laughs> all good. I love the branding. Love the the sweatshirt, the backdrop. Oh, thank you. N- not a lot trying, of home inspectors nail that. Trying to legit. Yeah. <laughs> An amazing background. Well, cool, man. Um. We just usually start rolling and just jump right in, man. That's what people like to hear. They just like to kind of hear uh, who you are and your story and background. So, yeah. I'd lo- how did we even get this booked? Was it a, a call that Lorna put out or how did we how did we put this together? Um, I think, gosh, I, th- I think this was way back when. Um, so I, I think I was so I, I track my review rate like a hawk. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I so I was I was consistently hovering. Um, I think in the low nineties and then, and then at at some point it just dawned on me. I was like, well, shoot, I should, I should probably, I should probably reach out to Spectora and then just let you guys know um, that it's, it's consistently hanging there. So I must be doing something right. Um, So, you know, figured, you know, some of the other home inspectors would probably want to hear about it as well Um, because everything that I'm doing, it's, it's repeatable. It's, it's replicable. Um, It's, it's not, it's not, it's not, you know, it's not rocket science by any means. So. Awesome. Well, I love, yeah. I'm excited to hear it, especially that you wanted to talk about um, like customer service um, and reviews, things that all, you know, we obsess about here as well. So let's, uh, let's let everyone just hear kind of where you're at with the business when you started, and then we can jump into your background um, from there. 
Yeah. So I started in the business of October of, of last year. So I just wrapped up year one. Okay. Um, so year, year one has, has been really, really kind to me. I'm very, very blessed and very, very fortunate. Uh, I think as of right now, I'm sitting at 87% in terms of review rate of review rates, uh, which is really, really cool. Um, I was, I was talking, I was talking to blip. So I think that's the largest, uh, home inspection or, or just review review service. And when you um, say review I- rate, just so, so people know what that means, 87% of people you ask for a review, leave you a review. Yes. That's insane. That's unheard of, right? <laughs> Um, but when I, when I, when I started, but then also let's, let's just back up, back up a little bit really quickly. So, um, this, you know, I haven't been, a, you know, I wasn't a home inspector my whole entire life. You know, I, I had another life before this. Uh, so I was, I was in finance for the longest time. Um, my thing was I was in the private banking sector. Uh, so I dealt with a lot of the high net worth clients, the 1% income earners. So, um, their needs were very, very different. Um, as well as their expectations were very, very different in terms of what their client experience should be. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was immersed in that culture every single, every, every single day for, for the longest time. So then um, when I made the transition over to home inspections, um, I, 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 I felt that a lot of the skills uh, that I was able to develop over time were transferable over into it's now our, our industry. And then um, I, I, think, I think the way that I've chosen to do things is really, really re- resonating in a positive way with a lot of the families that I'm helping, um, which is really, really nice. Really, really cool. Wow. Private banker. I, so I'm a, I'm a finance background as well. So that's cool that we have that in common. Oh, I, was, cool. I was a finance major uh, at Fort Hay State and then went into more personal financial advising for about seven years after college. Oh, very, very cool. Yes. Yeah, so, so, so I started back in 2005 as a financial advisor, um, that was with Ameriprise Financial. They used to be American Express yeah. Financial Advisors, um, and then jumped over to the banking industry. Um, and then because they, they, they saw what my background was, um, I, I moved into the private banking space. So still dealt with all of the financial planning folks um, and all of those you know, trust folks, um, and then just help them you know, with their clients. But uh, my, my, my real passion was, was construction. Um, I love doing finished trim carpentry. So my, my wife just always saw me doing things around my parents' house, around my, in our own houses. And then at one point she said, Phil, um, you love doing construction. You actually really don't like your actual day job. You love to nitpick. And I can't take it anymore. You, you, nit, you Stop nitpicking our house and go, go do that for a living. Do that for everybody. Yeah. You can get paid to do this. You know, you realize that, right? You can get paid. So I was like, yeah. I can do that. I can do that. So I get paid to nitpick other people's houses for a living. How cool is that? Beautiful. This is beautiful. (laughs) This reminds me of Steve Bennett, who I've had on the podcast too, who came from, I think the world of financial advising. And he said the stress and the, uh, you know, the hours and the expectations kind of just got to be too much. And he had a passion for construction and building as well. And so was it that simple? She said, Hey, this is another interest of yours. Why don't, and like, what was the thought process like? Because I imagine you were making decent money, and then oh, now you're, no. you... <laughs> I, I I I found my way into this industry kicking and screaming because <laughs> I, was, I was essentially at the top of what I was doing. Um, so so making a transition like that was 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 incredibly hard. Uh, it probably took me a couple of years to, to actually really get on board with it. It was best decision that I ever made. Why? Best. Tell best me decision, why. Best, best decision that I ever made because being a home inspector, you have full control over what your life looks like. 
So if you want to take a job today, take a job. If you want to, if you want to take a break and spend time with family, do that. You control the, you know, you control the, the, the influx, you control the volume, um, which is something that's really, really nice. You know, in the, in the financial planning industry, it's very saturated. It's actually overly saturated. And I, I've seen a lot of comments um, on blogs and internet postings in terms of, you know, is the market, you know, is our market, you know, overly saturated? Are there too many home inspectors? So this is, you know, so this is my opinion, but I really don't think it's, it's oversaturated. I, I think it, it's actually, the, this whole entire industry is underserved. There's a lot of opportunity uh, for an individual guy or gal that, uh, that that's competent in doing what they're, you know, in doing what they're doing and also has the, the, the business savvy and the marketing sense to be able to get themselves um, in front of the right people, um, you know, to be able to make, you know, to, to promote brand awareness. And then it just explodes. So Sky's you don't, limit. so yes. So based on what you're seeing out there, you don't feel that um, and you probably don't know other markets across the country, but like, that's always the big question is that, are there too many home inspectors now, but guys are booked out weeks. We see a lot of our, you know, a lot of our network busy as heck. So you don't feel there's, there's saturation point yet with home inspectors. No, not at least not in my market, because and I, I feel like th this is, this is, um, every, you'll hear this comment in a lot of the different markets, um, regardless of, of where the inspector is located. They'll say, well, it's a good old boy network. You know, it's very, very close. It's very, very tight knit. Um, you know, they only, you know, they only work with who they trust. I, I really didn't have, you know, a huge background in construction and you're very, very, it was, it was, it was very, very interesting. I was very surprised, um, at, at how many inroads I was able to make in my, in my own, in, you know, in my own region so quickly. Um, so, you know, during, during the summertime, I was doing one in the morning, one in the afternoon. Mm -hmm. And if I, if I wanted to, which I didn't, um, because then I would compromise my, my, you know, the experience that I'm trying to create, I could have done a third. So it's, so it's, I, I think it's, it's not so much about, you know, uh, that it's already a tight knit group. I think the realtors are just looking for somebody that is not, not only competent, but also has good bedside manners. Right. You know, using a whole doctor analogy. So, you know, we're all going to see things that are interesting, concerning, and then some things are, you know, are cosmetic in nature, but it's, it's how you position, you know, those types, you know, th those types of things that you discover, you know, throughout the tour of the house, if you will, um, that, you know, that, that'll, that'll either make you, uh, you know, the number one person on their referral list, or now you move to the back of the bus. So, and, and, and you always want to be top of mind. Um, or, you know, my, that's my opinion. You always want to be a top of mind because you know, these realtors, they know so many inspectors, you know, so, so how do you differentiate your, yourself from everybody else? And I've heard also, um, so I'm, I'm an InterNACHI member. Um, so, you know, I, I always listen to all, all, all the, you know, all the different podcasts and videos, you know, that, that, that Ben puts out. And, and the one thing that really res resonated with me was he always said, make sure that the value that you provide is so overwhelming that there's no other there's no other reason why they wouldn't want to go with you and that's for clients and that's also for realtors so that's essentially what i've done um but this is also the same thing and, and you know this from the whole financial planning world because that world was very very saturated we have we had to compete on quality we had to compete on customer service so if you if you try to compete on price you'll lose because there's always going to be somebody that's going to say i'll do it for 50 bucks less i'll do it for 100 bucks less 
but you know, you're, you're not going to be around very long, but if you can make it, make, you know, what you bring to the table, the deliverable, you know, so valuable, so overwhelming that it's without a question um, that, you know, you are the go-to person, you'll get calls all day, all day long. And they'll say, I can't believe that you don't charge more for your services. Right. And that's what we all, that's all what we all want. We all want to be able to make not just a decent living, you know, for, you know, for ourselves and for our families. We also want to get paid what we're worth. And I, I feel as if, you know, and, you know, I, I still kind of view myself as an outsider because you know, I just wrapped up year one. Um, and fr from what I'm seeing um, at, you know, with my short glimpse into the industry, I personally believe that the whole entire industry is grossly underpaid and undervalued for what we do. Um, and if we can all as a team, because, you know, you know, you know, we all represent different companies, you know, but we all do the same thing and we're all attempting to accomplish this, the same goal, which is providing a great customers, you know, great client experience, but then also, you know, take care of our own families. If we all are able to commit to providing that level of service that's far above and beyond, you know, what the expectation is, then we've earned the right. Yes. To be to be able to um, to be able to garner a review because no one's just going to leave you a review. You can you can ask you know all day long for reviews until you're blue in the face. But if you didn't earn you know earn the review, forget about it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. but then also if you you know if you've earned uh, if if you've earned that review, you've all now also earned the right to increase your prices. I love this. I want to get back to this because I think this has been something I've been just like racking my brain, trying to like champion and kind of help the industry get paid what they're worth essentially. Um, you know, and there's Ben Gramico is obviously famous for having charged a thousand dollars per inspection at his peak or whatever, which is, you know, he lived in Boulder. So that's a different story. It's a very expensive place. I want to back up because you talked about getting those inroads with the first agents, maybe breaking into the good old boys, good old girls club. What was your strategy when you kind of set out to get started, to, to make those connections, to meet your first agent? Do you remember what you did or what your strategy was to just start shaking hands? Yeah. Or, or uh, Zoom maybe, because it was during COVID, no? So you, you, you may have had to do it a little differently. It was, it was, it was, uh, it was all during COVID. Yeah. Uh, and the interesting thing, it's, it's interesting that you said you know, shaking hands. Um, I have yet to step in front of or step inside of a realtor office to actually do any type of marketing. Literally. And you've done a couple hundred inspections. It's not like you it's not like you've done just a few inspections either. You've done a good amount. Yeah. 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 So 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 everything that I do is all internet based. Because you know what I what I you know what, what I what I thought to myself was how can I reach as many people as possible with as little time as possible. The only way you do is with the internet. So, you know, if you get a good internet marketing strategy to make your, you know, make yourself more visible, more relevant. And then when you couple that with a couple other legs, so I equate it as um, from a marketing standpoint, you have to have multiple legs of a chair. So, you know, if you think of a chair, it's got typically four legs. So um, you can't, if you have two strong legs and then two that are only you know, shaky or so-so, chair is not going to last all that long. You're going to fall over. So you've got to have several different pillars, in, you know, in order to make sure that, you know, it's, it's as solid as it can be. So internet marketing, that's one, you got to make yourself relevant. Two, you got to make sure that you have um, a presence in, in, in front of the realtors. So realtors don't hang out on Google. Where do they hang out? They hang out on Instagram. You got to go where your target market, is, you know, target audiences. And for us, a lot of them spend their time on Instagram. So that's where I went. 
So, but the, the other thing too, I think, I think you might've said it on one of your other podcasts, um, which is, which also resonated with me a lot. Uh, you, you had, you had made, made a comment of, so when you're on social media, you can't just like something. It was like, 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 like. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because no one's going to pay attention to you. It's, you know, it's, you know, I think, I think you had mentioned like, so if you're at, so if you're at a cocktail party, you know, or if you're at happy hour and there's a whole bunch of people standing in a circle and if you're just nodding your head, no one's going to look your way. No, you have to. And, and it's, and this isn't all that hard. All you have to do is take a look at, you know, who you want to, you know, whose circle you want to be a part of. Um, and then you, uh, you essentially Instagram gives you the ability to turn on their post notifications. So each time, <laughs> each time they post, each time they post, you see that they're posting and then just take five seconds. It doesn't take that long. Take five seconds, genuinely read through it, then comment on what they're posting. Because I, I feel like a lot of people aren't, don't have a presence on social media because they're very self-conscious about what other people are going to think about them. Right. right. So if you can also be supportive and demonstrate that you're actually taking the time to look at what it is that they're posting and then comment about it, they are over time going to start listening to what you're saying. Now, you know, and when you think about how many agents there are in any one given, you know, in any one given region, if you take the time to find who, who they all are on social media, you follow all of them, then you take the time to just read a little bit every single day, you'll have a pretty big following pretty quickly. It's not hard. Yeah. Yeah. Simple, but not easy. It's not, you know, it's com it's not complex, but it's not easy to do. You know, it's, it's, it just takes intentional effort and everyone, I think everyone has a perception in their head that social media is either easy or it's just this chore. Or it's just this like other thing that you got to do half-ass, but what you just described is intentional effort in short bursts. Yep. And it's added up over time for you. No. Yes. It's, yeah. um, I, I think probably about uh, 65, 70% of all of my uh, incoming business is through Instagram. Oh my gosh. How crazy, that's how crazy, how, amazing. How crazy, how crazy is that? That's going to blow everyone's minds. That should blow everyone's minds. That's listening because I think the perception is that it's more like a five or 10 percenter no. maker in a business. No. And it's, and, and, and it doesn't take a lot out of, it doesn't take a lot out, out of my, out of my day. And, Funny enough, um, I actually, it wasn't my choice to get on Instagram. My wife actually had it twist in my arm. <laughs> <laughs> Got a good wife there. She, 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 she's helped the business. She's helping herself by helping you, right? Yeah. She can't, so, so now she can't say that I didn't acknowledge that it was her idea because right. now, now, now this is actually memorialized. So you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. Um, so what has the other percent of the business or what are your other pillars? I think when it comes to that chair, you know, what else do you view as kind of the essential? Yeah. Yeah. So, so, so the other one is what is your SEO strategy? Like it's not, so, so from my, from my perspective, you know, so, so every region is different, you know, every, you know, every, you know, every, every group of, you know, or organization of inspectors in their different regions is, you know, they're going to focus on, on and hone in on, on different things. My region really didn't, it isn't really focusing on an internet presence. It really wasn't all that hard for me to shoot up to the number one spot. So if you were to Google, you know, Home Inspector Frederick Maryland, see who pops up. Woo! <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, so I, I also thought that was really, really, really cool um, because you know when when you also think about it, you know the the whole the whole internet you know world it's really really changed from, from when you and I were growing up. So it's very very easy for someone to do their own due diligence 
to, you know, pull up, you know, pull up, you know, pull out their cell phone or pull up their tablet and start Googling, what does a home inspector do? You know, what are the, what are the qualifications? What are the credentials? You know, what are they going to specifically look at? You know, what is it like? How long is it going to take? So the, the, so the more you can do to be first in line, the better, because you're going to increase your chances of actually winning, winning a client. You got to always be first in line. That, that's, that, that, that's my mentality. Be first in line. And your site's beautiful. And I didn't even realize we had built it. It's amazing. I love it. Um, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. you. You guys did an awesome job of it. And you have a ton of content on there, right? And so did you, you yeah. put in the work to generate that, right? To kind of write out kind of the services, the descriptions. Well, I mean, you guys did, you know, you guys did all, all, all of that work. Um, so you guys did an amazing job. So I, I kind of helped direct it a little bit in terms of, you know, what, what, what my vision was. Um, but you guys, you know, put all that together, made it look really nice and polished. Now I do have an SEO team um, in addition to you all that also helps, helps make me relevant. Um, so so, so that, that's also really, really important. So when you guys launch, launch the website, when you guys click launch or, or whatever it is that actually, you know, a- activates it, I just didn't pop up, you know, on, you know, on, on, on the first page of Google. Takes work. But I think, uh, I, I'm sorry. Takes work, right? It takes, takes it blog, takes work. content, a lot of technical. It takes, it takes work. Um, but the other thing that I noticed too, is that um, the, the more content that you can put out, you know, regardless of it, if it's, if it's um, through, through the social media you know, platform, if it's through reviews, or if it's through, you know, other, other companies, you know, that, that are somehow vouching for you, um, linking to your website, it's Google is going to find you to be more relevant. I mean, these 100 five-star reviews, over 100 five-star, you, you can't deny that. An algorithm can't deny that. And like, you're, you won, I always tell new inspectors, it's a race to those first 50 agents, first 50 inspections, first 50 five-star reviews, because then Google is like, oh, wow, he's very relevant for this region, very uh, competent, and it's undeniable. Everyone wants to shortcut it, and it's like, you can't shortcut getting good reviews. No, you can't. Um, anything that's worth doing takes time. I, I, I know that, I know it sounds cliche, but it's, but it's true. <laughs> so true. So true. It's and I know you mentioned you know you know fifty some reviews. For me, um, maybe because the, the area is you know because of the the area um, whatever it is about the area, but the area for me it was seventy two reviews. Once I hit seventy two reviews, once I passed that threshold, my phone rang off the hook. Seventy two, interesting. All day, all day. It was really, really interesting, and I I knew so I, I so I always talk about social proof because you know when when you and I were were growing up, you know if you know if our parents wanted to in, engage a vendor to, to have something done, they would ask for references, right? right. Can you can you give, can you provide me three references? Nowadays, we're not asking for references. We're you know we're able to go you know, you know when we're about to you know fall asleep at night, we're on our phones <laughs> and we're scrolling through reviews. So that's our social proof. That's those are our references. The more references and the more social proof we have, you know, the easier it's going to be for us to be in the front of the line. But the but the interesting thing is, and and that's and this is how I, this is how I find it fun, is because you never know what the catalyst is going to be, um, that you know that gets somebody to to call you. So I, one of the priorities I had was how can I you know I need to make sure that you know I provide great quality service. But if I get provide great quality service, I'll get a review, and I need to accumulate reviews as quickly as possible because I don't know what that tipping point is until I hit it. So I was just very go, 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 go as many reviews as possible. And then once I hit it, that's, that's when I knew there. 
So I don't like I I don't like waiting. I don't like because <laughs> my personality. I don't like waiting waiting for things. So I was like, so if I so if I want my phone to ring off the hook, I gotta go get it. So how make do- the review very very quickly. I love this. So how, let's, I want to rewind a little more again. And so you started commenting on Instagram, right? So like, that's easy, you know, with the success stories there. So we're, we've, we've seen the results, but like those first couple comments, you know, it, nothing happens. The phone doesn't ring. Like, how did you get those first 10 inspections? Like what, how did they actually go from seeing your brand, your name on Instagram, your comments popping up to actually calling you? Was there anything else in between that? Or like, how are those relationships? Great question. Great, great question. Question. So the other reason why I pushed for reviews very, very hard is because I knew I needed the social proof and the hardest, uh, well, well, one of the hardest groups um, to crack was going to be the realtors. They are, you know, they are the key to, to everything, yet they're not going to trust you with their clients when they don't know you, nor are they really going to talk to you. So how do you demonstrate that you're confident? Reviews. So that's, so, so that, 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 that's, that was a priority that I made. So every single time I got a review, um, I would make sure that everybody knew about it. And since I was following a lot of the realtors, every single time I got a review, they all saw it. But then also the other thing that I was doing too is remember, so every, everything that we do or everything that I do is, is for a reason. And we should all think like that. Um, so so what, I, what I ended up doing was I, I needed to, and, and early on, you know, I didn't have a lot of reviews. So I, was like, so I thought to myself, how can I make this as big of an impact as possible? How can I get the most out of reviews? So what I, what I also started doing um, is that I also started holding back reviews. So I wouldn't, I wouldn't just post one, one review. After a while, I wouldn't just post one review. I would actually wait till I had five. Hmm. Then I would just do one post with review, review, review so, so it's the whole accident of wow this, they keep swiping another one another one another one they're like wow this person is legit it's not just one it's a whole bunch in succession smart that's a smart little tweak yeah. i love that i love that yeah um, so yeah, go ahead how, how did you even get those first couple of reviews though those inspections like how did you even get your first five inspections to get a review because you at one point you had zero like yeah. how did you even get those first couple jobs um so just my luck. <laughs> <laughs> we create our own luck though. We create our own luck. <laughs> I didn't have a name. Um, so, so, so what I, so what I did um, was that I just made sure, because remember when anyone's starting out in a brand new field, they're not as competent as a person that's been doing it for 10 years, right. 15 years. But what I can compete on is, and, and, and it's just like, you know, the whole pricing and pricing thing, always compete on service. Never, 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 never on anything else. Um, so I made sure that the one thing that I could control and do really, really well was providing, was providing a great client experience. So I would show up very, very early to the jobs, mm. but I wouldn't just show up early. I would also tell them that I showed up early I'm because, early. They're, because they're expect, expecting people to not be on time. So I'm going to demonstrate that not only my own time, but I'm also super early. But then I would also demonstrate and take pictures that I'm already going through the house and they're not even. So, you know, it's, it's those little, it's, it's like the whole, like, you know, white glove, you know, client centric approach um, that means a lot to people because, and I, I feel like sometimes, and I, I feel like any industry, you know, we can fall into this trap, but it's, you know, the thing that I always have to constantly remind myself is yes, I do this every single day and it's easy to get jaded and it's easy to say, oh, this is just another house. But if, if you constantly remind yourself, it's not just another house. It's their house. It's their family's house. So what they want 
to go through it. How would they go through it if they were just as knowledgeable as you or I? They would check a lot more than, you know, than, than, than what a, a normal person would, you know, would check if it wasn't their house. They would spend a little bit more time at that house. And, and, that's, and that's exactly what I'm doing. So I do a lot of other like little things too that aren't expected. So I have, so, so I, I have a home warranty manual that, that I get through InterNACHI um, and I provide that as a gift to everybody. But I, I, don't, I don't just, you know, here's a book. It's gotta feel precious, right? Right. It's gotta feel valuable because it is valuable because I can't always be there. Um, but in the meantime, if there's an issue, they can read something. So I, I take it another step. I wrap the book. I make it look like it's Christmas every <laughs> single day. Every single day. So, I mean, those are the little touches that I do that are, that are not expected. But when I show up with these, with these types of things, those are the wow moments that, that, you know, that, that constantly keep on popping up throughout the whole entire inspection process. So by the time the, the, you know, the inspection is over and I say, hey, so just so you're aware, you know, when I release the, re you know, release the report tomorrow, a, a, a request for a review will also be sent to you. If you don't mind, it helps me out tremendously. This is how people find me. And this is how people determine whether or not they want me to help their family. You know, by that point, you know, the, the value has been so overwhelming. Most of the people are like, yeah, I, absolutely. This is so much better than anything else. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on, let me just pull out my phone right now. How cool is that? You're very impressive to me for this reason. Um, you, you have such conviction and confidence in your approach and the value that you provide and ways to differentiate that that's, you know, it sounds like you've been in the industry for five or 10 years with this wisdom. How, how did you train your mindset early on? Cause I believe purely that mindset you just described of resetting every day, treating every person like it is their only home purchase and you know, in the next seven to 10 years is what makes people go the extra mile, do things differently and stand out. How did you, how, how did you arrive at that mindset or was it just, ingrained in you part of your upbringing was it from financial planning like well for for for, for me like I'm, I'm i'm very very competitive um but it's you know, for, for me it's you know you always have to have the end goal in mind i know that's also very very cliche but it's but it's very very true you always have to have the end goal in mind which is taking care of the client but then also making sure that your family is also well well taken care of so what does that mean um, in order, in order for the client to be happy, you have to far exceed their expectations. So then, in order to far, far exceed the expectations, what can you do to accomplish that goal? And everybody's different in terms of how they want to, you know, far exceed those expectations, and that's okay, you know, because everyone's personality is different, everybody's skill set is differently is, is is different, but we can all still do that. So we can all still exceed those expectations in our own way. And that's what makes us human. And that's, and that's what makes us unique. Um, being able to be ourselves, but still demonstrate that we're going above and beyond what their expectation level is, if that makes sense. But, uh, but the, the, the other thing, you know, the, the other part to that is if I can take care of the client and the client feels as, you know, feels that, um, that I looked out for them as if, you know, they, they, they were my own brother, you know, they were my own parents, then they are most certainly going to go to every single one of their family and friends and then say, you know, but you know, when the time comes and they hear that they're moving, you know who they're going to call <laughs> because nobody else does it. So. Yeah, it, it is just, uh, it, I want to know if 
were you one of those that prepared and researched and had kind of all this kind of in your head or on paper somewhere the day you launched or has, have you evolved this over the last year in terms of the client experience and how convinced you are of what you want to provide? Um, like, how did you arrive here? Because this is to me, the wisdom of like an inspector that's been in the business for years. So I am a little bit of a, of a so I am a little bit of a, uh, of a unicorn, if you will, or, or like I'm bucking the trend because I know for, for, from an official standpoint. So if I, so if I were, so if I were, if, so if I was a lender and somebody approached me and said, Phil, um, I'm starting this awesome business. It's going to be great. You know, it's, it's going to be great. Um, but I need, I need a little bit of startup capital. Um, can you help me out? I'm going to say, well, show me a business plan. Show me everything that you're going to be doing, you know, you know, step A, A through Z in order to get there because I need to feel confident in what you're doing. Um, but because of, because, of, because of my background, um, it was already all in my head men- mentally. I always, I always um, so, so when I talk to my wife about the, about the plan, in my head, I have switches that are slowly being turned on in terms of being able to progress up and up and up. Um, and it's just one of those things where, where, where I, so, so first I needed to, I needed to make sure that I had, uh, that, that, that I, I had um, just a ground-based presence. So there's Instagram. Then once I had a ground-based presence, then I, you know, then I have, then I have the internet relevant relevancy set up. Once I have the internet relevancy set up, then all of a sudden now I had the reviews pouring in. Once the reviews pour in, now I, st- now I start marketing more, more, more regionally. You know, can I, you know, can I get on, onto different news channels? Can I get, you know, can I start, can I start doing podcasts? Can I start, you know, being featured in local magazines? So every, every single time along the way, which is, which is all in my head. So it's a little bit harder to follow. <laughs> will actually turn on. But I, I think that's the reason why I'm, I'm you know, like, I, I've been so fortunate to grow so quickly is because I knew, uh, I, I know each time when a switch needs to be turned on to, 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 to put it to, 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 high, to a higher level. Uh, so it's, it's, it's kind of hard to explain, but you can't just turn, you can't turn on, you can't turn on, you know, switch number five without turning on switches one through four, because it's not going to make sense because you don't have social proof. You can't you can't you, you can't start start you know trying to you know put yourself into regional magazines and, and position yourself as, as an authority expert when you don't have the reviews. Right, right. You're, you're right. A fool. So collect the reviews, collect the reviews, collect as many as you can, as quickly as you can. And the only way to do that is through providing a great client experience. Then that gives you the ability to now go to all the local newspapers, get yourself in. Now all of a sudden, now you're in the papers, now go to TV. Turn that switch on. Then you constantly turn more and more switches on. And also each time when you go to turn on a new switch, you also have social proof for that next person that you're trying to get the switch turned on because now you're relevant. Now you have experience. Now you have other people vouching for you. You don't have to say anything. You just show up and smile. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, I, so I I could probably sound crazy, but that's what I'm doing. I love it. Where you you clearly have a high motor. You're a high motor guy. We used to say that in basketball, like people that just like high motor, always playing hard. Always like where does your what drives you? I guess because I I'll couch this by saying some people it's hey I'm an intense family. I, I got to provide for my family. I want them to have X Y Z. Some people are like I just need to effing win. I just need to be the best, <laughs> the biggest business in my state. I got to just compete. It drives me. Others it's just like. I just do things well. Cause my dad taught me that or whatever. Like, I'm just curious what drives you because you, you seem very laser focused. Like I wouldn't bet against you even just after spending 30 minutes with. No, well, thank you. <laughs> uh, so, so one, 
I want to make sure that my family, you know, has a, has a great life. Um, and, you know, I, I want them to be able to do whatever it is that whatever it is that they want and not have to worry about, you know, is this something that I can do um, and not impact me, impact me negatively. So in order to do that, we need to be able to have financial freedom. Uh, but then the second thing, too, is just um, is, is just I want to be relevant. You know, I, I always want my name to be a part of the conversation. I want to be, you know, the, the go-to, the, the go-to ex, you know, the go-to expert in, with regards of what field that I'm in. So, you know, the, the only way to be relevant is to be, in my mind, is to be number one. So, so and, and that's that's the reason why there 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 is a uh, there's there is a uh, there's a fast climb. But I don't think, in my mind, the way my personality works, I don't think there'll that there'll ever be a point where like I'm at the top. Um, but my, my, my wife always, always makes fun of me because I always use the analogy. It's, it's kind of like, like you, you can tell my personality, I'm very go, go, go. It's kind of like a dog trying to chase a car, you know, <laughs> so you got to go really, really fast. You got to go fast in, in, in order to get that car. And you're in, in, and they're always moving so, so quickly because the car is moving quickly, but chances are, they're never going to catch the car because the car is, 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 is so much faster. So, so if you, so, but you know, it's, if for some reason, if they, if they did catch the car, you know, what would they do with it? They wouldn't know, know what to do with themselves. You know, they, they'd be like, they'd be stuck. Yeah. But I, I also equate it because, so you have to shoot for much higher than what I, I think you're, you know, the, than what you're actually, um, actually trying to achieve. Because if you shoot for right here, you know, um, your ch chances are you're going to fall, you know, right, you're right here and you're never going to meet your goal. But if you actually shoot for much higher than what your goal is, you're not going to hit that but you're going to hit the actual realistic goal to begin with. That's the whole, you know, that's, that's the whole entire point. So that's the reason why I'm always constantly going. That's why I'm always trying to, you know, tweak the, you know, the, the customer, ex the client experience, you know, what, it, what is it like getting feedback? Because ultimately, ultimately, you know, it's, it's the, um, it's, it's your clients that are going to be able to determine how successful you are in whatever industry it is, you know, that, 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 that you're in. Um, they, they will determine what they like, and what they don't like and part of that and you won't be able to grow as as any type of company unless you get feedback and unless you're open to feedback so that's that's another reason why i'm always constantly pushing uh for reviews but then not just reviews asking so what, what did you like about the process what did you not like hmm. about the process you know what are some of the things that i can tweak for the next family and then each time when i do another inspection it's better than the last one because i've gotten i've gotten feedback so, but you, the humility as, to ask feedback. I love it. I love it. So as, as you can see, you know, we, we have, we haven't talked about, you know, competency level at all, but this is, and this is something that, that my mentor taught me when I was, when I was in financial planning, how much, you know, from a competency, from a competency standpoint does not determine how successful you are at all. You know, it's, it's all, it's, 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 it's all about, can you, you know, resonate with, you know, resonate with your target, your demographic in a positive way? Can you get their attention? Can you provide a great client experience? And then once you get the opportunities, then the onus is on you to be able to not just, um, you know, you know, confirm what they've heard about, you know, through so many different sources, but then also to provide that competency. So that competency then at that point, you know, the onus is on you to make sure that you're read up, you know what you're talking about, but that's easy. Yeah. That just takes, that's, e that's easy enough. The marketing part, that's the one that, that takes a little bit more effort to do. And I think that's why people like you are winning right now is because, you know, the old saying of like, 
people won't remember what you told them, but they'll remember how you made them feel like that's never yes. been more true with like a home inspection. Right. Um, are you, are you in IEB or have you heard of IEB? I have heard of IEB. Um, I haven't, I, I haven't engaged I, IEB yet. Okay. Um, I might, I might find my way there at, 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 at some point. Um, my, 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 my time is very, it's, it's, it's so I, I, my, my wife has, has to force me to take breaks because <laughs> I get, I get, I get calls all the time. So, 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 so I, I, you know, so, so I ended up taking wool. Well, here, per- perfect example. I was, I was supposed to have taken off um, sa- Saturday and then I was also supposed to be supposed to have t- taken off today, but then, you know, pe- pe- people were calling, you know, people, people were, were uh, they were calling me, um, but then today ended up rescheduling, but it's, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, in you'll force yourself to take a break eventually. You seem like, uh, you know, you, you know, you need to recharge. Um, I ask about IEB because of just like it, you remind me of so many folks we've met that are in, in there that are just high motor. They've, they have ridiculous growth plans and ambitions. A lot of them are hitting them big companies that have been where you're at. What are your visions for your growth and expansion? Do you have a plan mapped out or is it, Hey, let me wait till I'm bursting at the seams. Then I'll figure it out. So ideally, I would like to pick up at least two inspectors every every, every single year. Mm-hmm. Um, but in terms of because also because you know I'm pulled in so many different directions, you have to keep things easy to manage, easy to digest, and then also easy to be able to 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 determine whether or not you're hitting targets. So so for me, the two things that I'm measuring are you know am I growing fast enough to be able to acquire and bring on two new inspectors every single year. But the other one is what are the reviews like? How quickly are those re- reviews um, growing? Uh, because if I can get enough, if I, if I can consistently grow the consistency of the reviews and the amount of reviews, everything else takes care of itself for the most part. Yep. So, so, so how, I, how I compete with everybody else is indeed reviews. So I don't, and, and because, you know, because, you know, I'm, I'm, so, I'm such a young company, you know, I don't have the total amount of reviews that, that some of the other companies have, you know, that, that have been in, in the business much longer, but the way that I'm, that, that my mindset works is, well, it's not, it's no longer just about how many reviews you have. It's what is the review rate? How often are they reviewing you? Because you could have 500 reviews, you could have a thousand reviews, you could have 2000 reviews, but if the review rate percentage is only 20%. How happy are your clients? Right. Right. And someone's going to catch you because if you're at 87%, you you're going to be in the territory of these huge multi-inspector companies pretty soon that have maybe a 10 or 20% take rate. Um, and that's going to be, that's going to be huge. That's going to look amazing in the search results because I guarantee you when people Google, they don't know how big a company is or how long they've been around. They just see those reviews. They, I, I get asked all the time. So, which inspector is coming out? Are you coming? <laughs> yeah, and I, always, I just, I'm, no, 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 it's just me. Yeah, you're like, you know what? I think, <laughs> I, I think I'll find the time to come do yours today. I think I'll find the time to do your inspection. Exactly. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can make it. I can make it. Um, and so, do you do you set milestones and goals for each year in terms of number of inspections, or do you just purely track reviews? And obviously revenue, everyone kind of tracks that, but like, yeah. what are your goalposts? I guess, how do you set those? So it's, so, so for me, um, it's really just, well, at least for the first year, it was just reviews. Um, I wanted to hit over a hundred reviews, even though I didn't. So, you know, I was talking about the whole social proofing and, and 
you know, who, who knew, you know, what that catalyst would be for, you know, for the phone to start just ringing constantly. But for me, it's a, it's a hundred reviews um, that, that I wanted to hit. So my goal is for each inspector that comes on the expectation, the minimum expectation is each inspector needs to pull in a hundred reviews per inspector. So you can, so, so, so you can imagine, because then everything else takes care of itself. So you can imagine as, as the company continues to grow, if the minimum expectation is a hundred and then you start adding two, four, six, but then you know, the, 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 way, the way you do it, um, or at least in the financial planning world, the way you do it to be able to in, in, incentivize, incentivize the inspectors to continue to toe the line, to be able to create the type of experience that, you know, that, that we've originally created, you have to incentivize them to do it. So, so, that, so in part, that's how you, buy, how, how you get everybody else to buy in, but then you also create ownership. Um, you, know, you, you also have to create ownership of the, you know, for, for have them you know, feel as if they have, they have ownership over the whole, whole entire process. So for me, it's the inspectors won't work for Frederick Home Inspection Services, you know, because they're all going to be in, in different regions. They are Frederick Home Inspection Services. So what I mean by that is that just like a financial planner. So when I was a financial planner and I worked for Ameriprise, I was the face of the company. They only knew me. So that's so that's what I'm also trying to transfer in into uh, into the home inspection world. So when we so when I bring on a new inspector, the realtors in that particular in, inspector's you know region will only know that individual, and that individual is the company. So then that way they can also you know um, feel empowered to be able to continue to push the company forward. Yes. So and 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 when that employee feels empowered to be able to do that, they'll you know they'll they'll they'll, they'll treat it like it's their own. Like it's their own company, and that's, that's and that's and that's what we want because then, regardless of who it is that's stepping in front of the clients, even if there's twenty inspectors for Frederick Home Inspection Services, you know that the client experience is going to be the same, regardless if if you if you if, if you have Inspector A, B, or C. So there there are there, there there are other other also little things that I want to do um, in order to make sure that they you know feel empowered. Um, but I I, rem- I remember um, so my, my my family loves Disney. Um, so, so we, so we, you know, so, so we go down to Disney whenever we get a chance. And one of the things that always stuck out to me, um, and that really, re- really resonated with me was that Disney, from what I remember, Disney empowers each of their employees to be able to make decisions on the spot. So if they see a client service break, they don't have to go to a manager in order to make things right. So if, so if a little girl, um, ends up, you know, has an ice cream cone, the ice cream falls on the ground, any employee can go over to an ice cream stand grab another ice cream and hand it there, there, there's no asking for permission there, 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 let me key my employee code you just do it because that's the right thing to do so you know i you know that you know that's the type of experience that i'm going to try to create um across the board for the whole entire company um you know so that so that way it just you know it's you know i i want the the vibe you know the feel you know to be infectious yeah it's gonna you know and everyone's gonna love it so <laughs> Uh, I love the vision. I love it. It's it's I can see it happening. It's so clear. Um, with the point you're at now that you're in a spot where a lot of first, second year, third year inspectors get to where you're busy doing, you know, busy doing inspections. What's your system for still finding time to meet new agents um, to maybe you say, you don't meet up in, in person a ton. That's obviously in flux right now, but like, what's your system for still growing the engine while still servicing it? it you have mm-hmm. to live in both worlds, right? That's a great question. So the easiest way to do it, and, and you'll, you'll always hear me gravitate. This is the reason why I love, so, I love social media is because 
phone, I can, I can, I can easily connect with anybody at any time with, with social media. So I need reviews for social proof. Um, so then whenever, so whenever, so whenever I, I, I whenever, I, whenever I come up with a new realtor, I'm following him on Instagram. So now they're exposed to my content. So then they can choose when they want to interact with me on their own time. So it's not as if I'm pressuring them to talk to me, but they're constantly seeing I have more reviews. I'm doing the same things day in and day out. At some point, their guy or gal is going to be busy. And that's all I need. I need just one time, just one time. <laughs> and then I'm in with, with, with all my bags, with, with, with all my experience bags, you know, client experience bags, you know, all, you know, all, all the different things that I do to, to create in my, in, my, in my mind an awesome experience. That's it. That's I it. I love it. But the other thing, the reason why I'm pushing for, for, for as, as many inspectors as I, as I can comfortably is because I also know that at some point I too will also be very, very busy. You never want to leave your back door open. You leave your door open, then somebody else like me could come along and then also start to take over too. So the more that you're, you know, the faster you're able to grow, the more you're able to cover your back door to make sure that, you know, th those clients and those realtors don't leave you. So. I love it. I love it. Your, uh, your energy is infectious. Um, I I'm, I'm excited. You got me hyped up for the day. Um, it's, um, Oh, I, I, I remember at the beginning how you were talking about, Oh, I, I think I saw it on your, on, on your, um, I think you had met, you were talking to Ben about on, you know, on the podcast about the myth, how, how he was doing, you know, he was using like thousand dollar inspections. You know, if you have, if, if you have really, really good client service, you can charge whatever you want and people will love it because they don't get the experience from, anyone else it's you know, because pe people you know people obviously want somebody that, that, that's competent but they're kind of like on edge in terms of you know what the experience is, 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 is going to be like and, and you can and, and you can confirm this you know with, with my last couple of inspections I had a couple $1,200 inspections within the last within the last two weeks and the clients told me that well hey Phil so you're a lot higher than everybody else like, yeah because the experience is a lot different but at the end of the day they still went with me because they knew that it was very very different and I didn't say that I was more knowledgeable because there are a lot of other inspectors that are far more knowledgeable than I am. Right now I'm confident enough to be able to do an inspection um, and to do it well, but there are a lot of other people that have been in the business for, you know, for 20 years, you know, that, right. that, 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 that could find a whole bunch of more things. But when you combine, you know, a decent competency level with an overwhelming client service experience, client ex service experience will win out every time. Every time. Every time. And, and yeah. I love that. And I, and you, you're living proof of this. I think of most people like, oh, my market won't bear that. That's just a, I think that's a construct people create because they're not willing to do all the little things to put their full energy and self into every single moment of every single job. Of course, it's not going to be possible if you're not willing to do that. You sound like you're willing to do that, which is exciting as hell because you're pushing the bar that way, not that way, which is where a lot of inspectors without even knowing it. And I feel bad even saying this, some of them Gets, they settle into not mediocrity, but just average, you know, I'm going to do the baseline standards of practice. Oh, that guy's doing that. I'm just going to do that. Whereas you're yeah. saying like, why can't we charge a thousand dollars? That's what I'm providing in value. Right. Yeah. We're worth it. We are, we are worth it. Um, because also, if, you know, for, for, for some of the bigger houses that take longer. So if, you know, if, 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 if an inspector is doing one in the morning, one in the afternoon and a big, and a big house comes along and says that they need help, chances are you might be there for a while, which means you might not be able to take a second. So if they're going to impede or not be or not be able to give you the ability to do a second inspection, then in my mind, you must charge for a full day's worth of work. Right. We're, we're worth it.
we're worth it. Um, so, but you know, in, in my mind too, it's, you know, since I feel like the industry is very, very underpaid you know, for, for, for what it does, if we all start, you know, creating overwhelming value, and if we all start charging what we're worth, that rising tide, even if only, let's say, 40% of all of the home inspector firms out there, you know, start, you know, having the type of mindset it is, you know, that I'm trying to create, that rising tide will lift all ships. It'll lift all ships. So that's, that's the goal. And then over time, what's going to end up happening, if that 40% is, 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 is strong enough to lift, lift the whole entire tide, the ones that were a little reluctant to do it because they, because they didn't have the conviction yet, they'll see that everyone else is, uh, is now starting to make you know, more for, for, for the same level. Uh, so then they will be more confident to raise their prices. But then you can see how it's just, it just escalates. It just goes higher and higher and higher because then you'll have companies like me that'll see that everyone else is now charging what I used to charge. So then because I believe in my mind that my service is better, so then I will continue to, to raise. And then it just, the, the tide just keeps on raising. So we got to champion this. We have to champion this and spread this message and get it in front of as many people as possible because I believe it's it starts with the belief that you are worth it, that you actually cool. do provide it. Um, and I think it all starts there because I think people push back when they maybe question their own ability to give it, to give it hundred percent every day to really bring it for a customer and provide like a ridiculously great experience to just redefine it and say like, what would this look like if I were Apple or, or a, a company that's like iconic, you know, what would it look yeah. like and feel like, and we need more of that. We need more of you is what I'm saying. The, the interesting thing. Is, so, so, so I also just remember, so, so how did I arrive at, at that type, you know, at the level of conviction? So when I, you know, when, when I worked for Ameriprise uh, you know, way back when this was when we were charging maybe like $600 for a financial plan. And I had the hardest time even getting someone to pay me half now, half later. Hey. <laughs> it, it was tough. It was tough, um, but then when I switched over to a boutique, uh, a boutique bank, you know, with their financial planning firm, their minimum, no questions asked, was two thousand mm-hmm. dollars. So I had no choice but to charge that. But my my aha moment was that they said, so the only way that you're able to charge that is if you make if you create overwhelming value. So then when I saw when I saw the saw the two differences, for me that was my tipping point, um, and that's how you know what when everything clicked in my head. So then I just took that and then just moved it over to a completely different industry and it's transferable. Ugh. You don't, you don't know, you know, what clients are willing, you know, to, you know, to, to be able to provide for your services unless you ask. Right. Right. You have to be so, willing to have an, a few no's. You have to be willing um, to kind of challenge your theory and people, some people may not take it. And I think you have to almost go in with that mindset. Cause I think some try it get a few no's and then they revert back. They go back to the safety zone and say, oh. ah, yeah, so keep going, keep going. Yeah. You'll be, you will be just fine. You'll be just fine. And the people um, that said, no, um, they will probably, they, they will probably, you will probably not want to have them as, as, as a client long-term because since they know you, they'll call you for other things too. So you want clients um, that, that, you know, that, that like you, that trust you, that buy in and believe in the type of experience that you're creating and that value you. And you can tell that they value you if they pay for your services. So that's wisdom. That's wisdom. That's so eloquently put. I almost don't have anything else. Is there, is there anything else that's on your mind that we haven't talked about? Anything else you wanted to cover in the last few minutes here? This has been amazing. This, this is probably going to be one of our best episodes. Um, 
I think I think for me, it, just, just in general, I, I can't I can't I can't say it enough. It's you know, it's like rising tide, rising tide, rising tide. Everyone's got to continue, you know, to to move up. Because the, the other thing that I'm also starting to see too um, is because I predominantly do and focus on new construction. Um, because what I what I really so I love new construction. Uh, there's just something about new construction that, that I just get excited about every single every single day. Um, but I was, I was, I was actually, so I was at a new construction site yesterday and I couldn't see the hurricane straps, um, you know, for, for, you know, for the actual trusses. So then I had to pull my, I had to pull myself up and I, and I actually had an inspector with me shadowing me and my, my telescoping ladder was downstairs. I was, I was like, wait, 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 shoot. I have, I haven't like exercised in, in like three weeks. I'm going to go, let me do some pulse roll. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, Phil, are you serious right now? So you gotta have fun with what you're doing. If you're not having fun with what you're doing, why are you even here? <laughs> oh <laughs> but, man! I was like, videotape me, so, so so that way you, you can see that I, I can at least do ten. I can do ten. Yeah. I can do ten. <laughs> so, but but anyway, anyways. So what what I what, what I'm also starting to notice, digressing. But what, what what I started to notice was that so when I'm engaging these builders on a daily basis, um, a lot of these builders actually don't take me very seriously. I feel I feel as if you know that they um, you know they uh, they think it's as if it's like it's you know what I bring to the table isn't isn't legitimate you know it, it's a, we're not a real trade and, and you know and, and I, I feel as if you know a lot of you know we we get that as an industry from you know from time to time and I think one of the things that we can all do in order to bring some you know, some, some additional credibility you know to the whole entire um, to the whole entire industry is to charge what we're worth I mean. I had, a, I had a plumber here, you know, at, at my house the other day to do a pull in reset, you know, so, so, you know, pull, pull, pull off my leaky, you know, my, 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 my wobbly toilet and then to reseal it. I, I think, I think that was maybe almost, you know, like almost like $300. So how long did that take? How long did it take that person? Like half an hour, almost $300. I mean, there are some, uh, some inspectors that, that are out there that, that charge that for, for two hours of their time, three hours of their time. It's like, Ooh. I mean, ugh. So if that plumber can charge, you know, what, what they charge, you know, for, for just a couple minutes of their time, we can all charge what we're worth and we should. Love so, and, and, when, and we do it. We now also in some way, shape or form, we now also look a little bit more credible too. That, and then backing it up by showing up, being professional, being on point, being crisp with what you talk about, having a plan for everything, you know, similar to you do. And I think great, only great things can happen by that. You can't have one without the other. You can't just do the price increases and expect to stay at your average level of whatever you're doing. And so, um, man, we got to run. This is great, Phil. This is, this has been so good. Thank you for making the time to do this today. Well, thanks for having me on here. I really appreciate it. Oh, it's so fun, right? Just talking shop, talking about this stuff, getting the message out there. I think this is very inspirational stuff. New and old inspectors alike. Um, you know, it's what it's about, all about learning from each other. Yeah, we should do this more often. This is oh fun. yeah, we're definitely. I'm gonna. You're definitely gonna be a repeat guest. We're gonna definitely do a brainstorm <laughs> session. Very cool. Very cool. All right, Phil. Um, I'll put the website in the description. Anyone that's listening that wants to get in touch with you, I imagine they can go to the website to, to contact yeah. you. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. All right, man. Appreciate yeah. it. See ya. Bye.